Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 294 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as every Monday we take a pause from our Come Follow Me studies and we have a look, a look, have a look sorry, at some listener comments uh, and something else that I've been studying. As always, you're more than welcome on the Facebook group or via email at ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Uh, to share something you've been studying, and I'd love to share it on a future podcast episode. Um, but also, just any comments you have in general, I'd love to share about what we've studied together or any feedback on, on the on the podcast. And please do share the podcast. If you're enjoying this daily dose of uh, study, then please share it with others and we'll get this uh, study session discussion for, out further to others. So, uh, as always, <laughs> we'll go to the listener comments section first. Just a couple of uh, comments this week on Facebook to share with you. <clears throat> First of all, uh, we looked at the um, the discussion on section 115 and the uh, the name of the church, the correct name of the church. And <clears throat> we had a great comment uh, from Nikki Bray talking about how the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the true church in these latter days and will soon come and soon will come the millennium and we need to prepare. Listening to the voice of the prophets led us preparing uh, for the pandemic listening to the small voice of the spirit to pre- prepares us personally um <clears throat> again just really echo those comments there from uh, from nikki um we can be prepared and we w- we were more prepared for the global pandemic as we listened to the words of the prophet i mean many of us have commented many times about how come follow me home-centered church-supported gospel learning has was in place for about a year and a half or so, and then a global pandemic hits and we couldn't physically be at church for a significant period of time. Um, you know, these things are not coincidences. The Lord was preparing uh, for a tri- a difficult time. <clears throat> not that the, the pandemic was obviously something which was a blessing for everyone uh, or anything like that, but the Lord knew that we, need, we needed to be, to be prepared spiritually for this challenge. And prepare us spiritually, he did, if we fully engaged uh, with Come Follow Me and the Home Centre Church supported programme and the shift from three hours to two hours at church with the intention to have more time given to families and home centred gospel learning. Um, It wasn't an hour off, as as it were. Um, it, It was an opportunity to develop our gospel discussions more in the home and spend that time with family in the protection of our homes. So, um, Really important. Uh, we also had a comment uh, from, I believe it was Candice Welch, who talked about um, uh, the discussion on uh, President Dallin H. Oates' talk from General Conference on the need for a church and how last week we shared about um, the importance of this message. Uh, she shared her thoughts on that and really grateful for her to, to her for that. She actually said, I was a little shocked that he would be so brazen in saying, if church failed for you, you failed. I think that was the gist anyway. I know that in the end, what you put, what you get out of church is what you put into it. But I also know that many times the teachers aren't that great. Some people are really rude or ignorant, and sometimes church doesn't give you what you need. But I've learned that that's okay. We don't need to leave church on a spiritual high every week and feel closer than ever to the Saviour and the Spirit. Sometimes we will struggle with church or the people at church or even our testimonies. It's all okay. It doesn't mean we failed. It's okay to struggle. Just know that one day you will get better. Don't give up if you think you failed or worse, you're a failure. Keep going and trying to be open to the spirit and learning how to deal with your particular struggle. It will get better. 
I thought that this was excellent. I mean, I, I I would love to make the comment and say, you know, if we put our preparation spiritually into church, then every week we'll leave on a spiritual high and that we'll have the best connection to the, to the Saviour than ever. And I do think perhaps that nine times out of ten that can well be the case. We have had you know, the comments made by previous general authorities about how there's never a bad talk, just <clears throat> bad preparation on the behalf of the listener uh, for those talks. But also, to be fair, sometimes there are lessons that I've sat through which are difficult. Um, but I think that Candace's point certainly about people being rude or perhaps ignorant to our situation or needs or context is certainly a very good point too. Um, all of these things need to be considered. But anyway, some some great uh, some great comments there from listeners this week. Uh, in terms of what I've been studying this week, um, once again, I'm going to point to a general conference talk, or even maybe two, depending on time, because they're both related. Um, as I mentioned last week, the whole talk on the need for a church by President Oaks wasn't the one that stood out particularly that much as much to me, but I thought it was very uh, relevant with what was going on in my own personal life at the time. One, well, a couple that stood out really to me was one by uh, Elder Quentin L. Cook um, called Personal Peace in Challenging Times. And really, I mean, it was a particular statement that he said that really hit home to us as a family. Um, he first of all began by explaining how he was visiting um, the Liberty Jail um, kind of site in Missouri. Uh, and he says, quote, as I viewed the jail, I contemplated the events that make it such a significant part of church history. The lives of the saints were threatened as a result of an extermination order issued by the governor of Missouri. In addition, the prophet Joseph and a few choice associates have been unjustly imprisoned in Liberty Jail. One of the reasons for the violent opposition to our members was most of them were opposed to slavery. This intense persecution of Joseph Smith and his followers constitutes an extreme example of the unrighteous agents exercise of agency that can impact righteous people. Close quote. Now, before I say the next statement that he said, which hit home so much to us, I want to point out a couple of things. First of all, I just thought it was uh, very coincidental and interesting that this week's Come Follow Me studies will focus on this time that the prophet had in Liberty Jail and the letter that he, he sent um, in regards to this and the revelation and guidance that he received. So I thought that was interesting, first of all. But secondly, um, Elder Cook outlines here, obviously, that the, the persecution and trials that were suffered by the saints and by the prophets at this time were because of the unrighteous action of others. And of course, that is, you know, one of the sources of um, difficulty or can be one of the sources of difficulty in our lives today. However, we also know that there are many difficulties and trials that happen in our, in our lives that are not the fault of others, you know, that not their unrighteous actions. Um, and sometimes, you know, we wonder if those things are indeed because of things that we've done. But then Elder um, Cook says this, quote, Joseph's time in Liberty Jail demonstrates that adversity is not the evidence of Lord of the Lord's disfavour, nor a withdrawal of his blessings, close quote. Difficulties and adversity are not necessarily a result of something we've done wrong. Um, and I think that that was a massive, uh, a massive um, moment that, that not just touched us because of what was said, but also the feeling that we felt once it was said as well. Um, 
I mean, I've referred to this a few times now on the podcast, but obviously we've been struggling as a family recently uh, with our son uh, being diagnosed with leukemia uh, back on in March. And that is obviously something that has, you know, been a very central point of our lives um, over the last several months. Um, and as things are looking on a positive side right now, which is fantastic, you know, it's still something which is brought to our um, minds very often is about kind of his well-being and his health. And at times the question of, you know, is there something we've done wrong that we've been trying to do things right as much as we can? Um, and in fact, it broke my heart one evening, but actually he was crying about once again, having to have an injection in, in his leg. Um, and he just said to me, you know, why, why, what, what have I done wrong? Um, and that really broke my heart. Um, but I was able to share with him the story of the blind man that Jesus healed, who, you know, before he healed him, uh, the, the disciples asked the saviour who has sinned, hit this man or his parents. And of course, we know that the saviour replied and said, neither have sinned. But, you know, he is this way so that the, the miracle of, of you know, he, he, we can basically see God's miracles work through him. Um and that has obviously been, and I shared that with with my son, and that was a, a, a very special moment. But I think that, you know, trials and difficulties, we all have them. And obviously they range, you know, some, uh, you know, I think about the trials I've had before, you know, what we're going through now and think, were they really a trial? Of course, at the time they, they did feel like trials, no matter how seemingly great or small uh, the trials we are, you know, have, we we have they are big to us and the Lord knows this and he's able to strengthen and support us, but they are not signs of his disfavor or disapproval of us. And I thought that was a really tender uh, thing that Elder Cook shared. Um, we are going to have to stop there because we've reached the end of our time, but uh, I'll share another uh, talk that, uh, and, and we'll see how we get on uh, with these conference talks. There seem to be a lot of great messages in this general conference as always. Uh, but thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please, as always, continue to follow the podcast on the Facebook group. And until we meet again.